Hello, welcome back to the Centennial 38 podcast. My name is Warners. I'm Jared. And uh, Diego Rubio. Diego Rubio. Diego Rubio. Diego Rubio. Gave us two goal contributions on Saturday, an assist and a goal for a uh, to lead up to a th- amazing three 0 victory. Eat your crow, Jared Geisler, right now. Yep, yep. I can't say that I was betting the Rapids going into Saturday. I thought Joseph would score. By all rights, he, he should, should have. He should have. No, into no, he, the first half, we like I, he just got space jammed. If you know what I mean. If, if you want a uh, a gambling advice, bet Joseph to score uh, against Charlotte this weekend because he's not messing up twice that chance uh but yes like i said uh joseph uh in the first game against kansas city had real no impact against uh, against the rapids he had uh not that big of an impact so of course he's gonna maybe bounce back against charlotte but we're not talking about atlanta united we're not talking about the colorado rapids who on um on saturday uh with goals from diego rubio in the first half a goal uh from jonathan lewis in the second half early then, in the second half yeah and it's a relief yeah because yeah, it wasn't like it we were winning but it was not like uh oh like uh the team really you know fought and hard and you know like they're you know clear cut winners we we're defending a lot too yeah we were uh, uh i will uh, we'll talk about it in a little bit but and then and then the third goal shinyashiki late oh yeah, yeah. yeah he he we don't have a lewis chant uh, he's got to earn his chant again. Uh, Shinyashiki had, uh, you know, a, a, a rookie of the year candidate, uh, you know, rookie of the year year. Uh, Diego Rubio, his first season here, scored 10 goals. So they too kind of admittedly have those chants. Lewis does not have a chance. Um, got to earn that one, pal. Uh, coming soon. And, and I said last week, the Rubio experiment score is Score a game over. winner against Kansas City. We'll, we'll at least take a stab at a song yeah, for the next yeah. match. If anyone's got a Lewis song, uh, send it to me. Send me the uh, the tune and and how the lyrics would fit on there. But uh, but yeah, last week I, I came and said Lewis experiment is over at, at striker. And lo and behold, what did you say also last week is that we should probably switch from a five three two. This personnel fits a five two three. And uh, you look ahead, look at the kind of the heat map of of how this team lined up. Sacrifice to Max and Brian Acosta. Well, you know, either of those two, sacrifice them. Uh, you just had a Mac Price uh, midfield and a front three of Barrios, Lewis, and uh, Rubio, of course. Arguable, argue, uh, arguably your best team. Yeah, this is the best Rapids squad. I feel more comfortable, you know, looking at that. Maybe it's maybe it also is the afterglow of a victory. No, but, but, but this like, does look like this you is the know, best the way best to fit form. the team. And you're sacrificing Max, of course. But Max subbing on probably brings gives you a new dynamic, can maybe shift on to some different kind of um, uh, qualities, positions. Uh, and then Andre Shinyashiki off the bench is kind of the new super sub we might... I mean, honestly, Shinyashiki and Lewis, kind of interchangeable. Because yes, they, they, and I think they will be interchangeable because they'll both play on the left. Um, you'll also see, uh, I imagine, Mesquita fighting for time again. We talked about him coming into the match, and um, he I, didn't sub on. He didn't even get on. Um, so no Max, no Mesquita, but those are players that are going to make a contribution. So um, I like this formation, though. Um, it, it allowed us to, you know, really not have a lot of possession in midfield, but still look very dangerous going forward. And going that back to what made is us. what we need. Need. you know dangerous and and teams will quickly catch on to that of like 
maybe we should give up possession. Atlanta. That's what we ended up running into all last season. So I think Atlanta was a little daft with their planning. Um, Yeah, because they they were content to hold the ball in our half. And we were like, suits us to the knees. And that's the thing. We can do that. We have the personnel to say, all right, come at us. Attack us. Because the minute we get the ball, we have a, a great dribbler in. And maybe not like dribbler, but like a good player with a lot of great touch and finesse in Mark Anthony K. We got a great passer. We got two great passers of the ball in Dio Rubio and Danny Wilson. Wilson, of course, can hit a long diagonal over to Barrios and Lewis. And by the time you know it, it's three on two. And that's what happened. Um, maybe not, not maybe not from Wilson, but look at Rubio's goal. He was able to find Lewis in a great spot, hit some, you know, dime of a pass, and Lewis all as easy as as he needs to just finishes. And that's the thing is, you get those chances, you don't finish them, then we claim for a nine. But if you get those chances, if we get plenty of those chances throughout the season and you score, maybe the number nine is not as pressing as we need to be. The only thing a number nine really helps with is this guy is going to score us a goal as opposed to we're going to go to a team to score the goal. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I in a way, I agree. I also disagree that uh, you know the nine, a, a good nine, will also be the focal point and the target to hold right. up play and that you pass off of. We still don't see that all the time, uh, but when Rubio drops deep like he did on Saturday, yeah, he, he looks more comfortable. He's able to link play. We're able to – I think that shape is – is better than having him try to lead the line and crossing balls to him it just doesn't work. I mean, we crossed the ball to him and he got his head on the end of it. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we, he got the one, um, but he wasn't, again, that's from playing from deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Into yeah. The box. no, you're right. You're right. Uh, trying to find him, you know, all the time, it's, it's just, it's a difficult situation when he is running between two tall center backs. And I, but when, when he's running behind those center backs, looks all right. And I argue you don't even need the nine to be a DP. When Kai Kamara was here, he was the, sure. he was the full point he was we're gonna cross it into Kanye Kamara Baji did that a bit last year defenders know that they can't let this guy in the air so what do they do they marked Kamara because you know if they force the goals if they not force the goals if they force the ball to him he's gonna get on the end of the ball he's gonna score so what do they do is teams double marked him and who were they not marking they weren't marking Lewis they weren't marking Shinyashiki they weren't marking Rubio and then those guys cleaned up whatever Kai Kamara worked for. And then now I'm like, go find someone like that. People are claiming that Ola Kamara could be that. I don't think Ola Kamara has that presence, that body to do that. But I thought someone like a Robert Barrich, who's still available, still by the available. way. Still available, yeah, still out still there. Still available. And we would be able to sign him that. now, wouldn't we? Yes, we could sign him now. I don't He's know a why. free agent. So. Diego Costa is someone that could do that, too. Maybe a little <laughs> Diego shorter. Costa might be... Uh, I don't know if he's as realistic, but Barrich being an MLS known commodity, that still looks like a pretty decent idea. I, I'm stunned that we haven't gotten Barrich, and and and, and maybe not. Maybe it's because we, you know, maybe we have gone on him after him. I can't say whether or not, but it doesn't have to be a DP. I mean, we all want it to be a star, right? Just because I think the club, the environment, we need the star. You know what I mean? Just. For the vibes. Like, oh, yeah. It would definitely bring people to the park, I think. For um, the vibes, we need the star. But, I mean, 
I'm saying it doesn't need to be a star. It yeah. can just be someone that's, you know, occupying that space. Barrich doesn't make the bottom line on ESPN. Um, no. He's not going to be a guy that we're going to have a have a big unveiling ceremony. But he Dicks. fixes all the problems. He fits the gap. And that's that would definitely be, be a, you know, another step in the right direction. I think Saturday was already a big step in the right direction in um, better utilization of the personnel. Um, our, the game plan that Atlanta put in place, uh, being content to hold possession, and giving us the break suits us uh, just fine. I don't think that we have uh, that same luxury come Saturday no, upcoming. And, and I don't think most teams were going to give us that luxury of we're not going to concede possession so quickly. I think, I think especially at home, it's going to be tough to really find ways for, uh, for the Rapids to finish chances if they're not counterattacking. That's the big question now is can the Rapids – we know the Rapids can be clinical and finish on counterattacks. That's no issue. We have Barrios. We have Lewis. We have the speed there. We have Rubio who can dime pass here and there. We have Shinya Shiki who can find himself in that channel to score a goal. But when it comes down to, okay, we have possession. Two blocks of four. That's our nightmare. In their half, we have, you know – kind of uh, the ball at our feet. How do we move the ball into the opposition's uh, half and score a goal? Because that's still a big question. Is where You, you ask, I, I feel like the big question is where are the goals going to come from for this rapid side? Where, how are they going to come from? Is the I thing. asked that last last week, and you replied, the team. And, and sure enough, Saturday, everybody scored. Yeah, All I, the attacking players scored. And, so uh, if, if that's going to be a trend, hopefully we can we can keep that going where we have um, a diverse score sheet. You know, We don't see yeah. one guy racking up 15 assists or 15 goals, but we have a whole bunch of guys between 7 and 8 in both of those categories. Yeah, because I, as much as the win, I enjoy the win, savor it, it's going to be a lot harder to gauge how this team really is going to be come, you know, come uh, Saturday when SKC allows them to dominate position. If you look at the possession stats, you mentioned this earlier, uh, SKC, or sorry, Atlanta had 64 and a half, something like that. 64% possession. We had 36, uh, admittedly less possession, uh, admittedly less shots. Um, I'm okay with having less of both of those if we have more so goals. As long as you win, yeah, and that's <laughs> so, the thing. I, I yeah. mean, we really let Atlanta play, and and I wanted to I wanted to bring back to the the first half. The first half for me, I don't know if it's because I was you know kind of faded or a little drunk. It felt very like like a malaise. Like it wasn't really like both teams were just kind of like really figuring each other out and and those that sort of figuring out process takes like 15 minutes it took like a while for them to really like start playing yeah yeah and we absorbed a lot of pressure in that time um so like you said rapids um had what nine shots three on frame three goals um so extremely clinical where a, a generally uh, clinical team in Atlanta struggled in that department. Only put four shots on frame. Obviously, didn't score a they goal. Should have scored one. Um, clean sheet, Yarbrough. Yeah, and they should have scored one at the end of the first half. But um, wasn't to be for them on the day. And I, I again chalk that up to the game plan. Um, I, I don't think that they came in um, understanding who the Rapids were. I think the Western Conference, on the other hand, knows exactly who the Rapids yeah. are, and they know that scouting report is. Um, you, you flip the script on this game. You allow us all the possession. Make us pick the lock and. Um, 
Oh, can we pick the lock is the main question. question. That's the question. And um, can we do so given the personnel um, that, that we have it at our disposal? Yes. Yes, think we so? can. I, I, think I think so, that but... We can. We just, it, it's going to require... Um, I mean, I, I think that the two midfielder system is not ideal but it can work in a pinch and if we're gonna we're gonna sit back and allow it to play on the break we've okay. got a number of players that that the Rapids can deploy on either wing um and we'll see who we have up top because um DraftKings has Yappi and Torre both at plus 260 I mean up there with you know Rubio's at uh, I think plus 170 yeah so not that much more unlikely that Yappi or Torre score this upcoming weekend mm, they according to Vegas well we know how bad that's that should be plus 1000 more so I, I I'm betting that Yappi and Torre won't be on the bench more so. I, I think that's just DraftKings being you know not I think they look at the roster and we have Yappi and, and Torre on the F roster by their name and they're like okay that's got to be under 300 yeah so I I think they're um I think they're Horribly mispriced because we've seen Alexander Pato be the most favored. That's true for Orlando, and it's never been. And he's been injured. He was week. injured the entire <laughs> yeah. season, but he was still more likely to score than DK. Yeah, which yep. makes Wild no there. sense. But at, like, like the point is. We've got a lot of attacking options. No, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You know, Shinyashiki can probably run in the middle of the attack. Um, we're, we've already seen Rubio take up a, a good amount of time there and, and last week put in good minutes. So um, I, I think that this, you know, it's almost seven defenders. Uh, Mac has to be that, like, on-rushing forward presence, uh-huh. um, which is tough when you only have two midfielders. You're getting torn up in the midfield a bit, and I, I imagine that it can look a little choppy um, against a team with as much uh, attacking talent as as we're going to see in Kansas City. So um, I, I think that it's a much different game come Saturday night, but um, I still I still favor us. Um, now we've we've kind of gotten off the schneid. It's uh, a much different situation than the Rapids faced week one. Um, when we were, like you say, a little bit tired, came out, uh, laid an egg, and just got beaten up and down the field. Uh, that really brought the vibes down, Yes, um, which, is, which is why we're talking vibes a little bit, but um, vibes definitely high when you beat a team who has a star striker like Atlanta. Yeah, and, and you said uh, regardless of whether or not the Rapids win or lose, you really wanted to see that they can score goals. Now, they scored goals, but the thing is, do you think Robin Frazier went into that game expecting Atlanta to have, to you know to take possession? Or do you thought maybe Atlanta's going to concede possession? This is the best team suited to hold possession I don't I don't know I, I don't know if he thought you know like this is how we're gonna hold th- this team I don't know if he thought tonight we're gonna counterattack or tonight we're gonna hold possession either way I think the five two three or the three four three however you want to you know say that because you have Estevez and Rosenberry playing as the wing backs that 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 system works for both because if you want to hold possession you just you know you have Jack Price Estevez Rosenberry as like the the recyclables and then all K has to do is just push it up to the three wingers. If that not, looked like the plan from the outset. And yeah. I, I think that Robin probably gained a lot of faith in the locker room if if that was indeed how he put the plan to the team. Um, yeah. And and the Rapids are sitting there hearing, all right, uh, this week we bunker in. They're going to give us the chances on the break and we take them. If I, that I, was the pregame speech, then he just gained a lot of faith uh, from the team because it, it's amazing to go out and execute a plan, right? And um, it seemed that... That the plan worked in our favor. Uh, See, we definitely I, out game planned. I don't think it was a game plan. I think they. I think it was on 
the field switch of, hey, guys, they want possession. Give them possession. Less so than it was, guys, uh, Atlanta United is going to give us possession. Because you, you never know whether or not they're, they want to play possession or not. You can always kind of see see film and stuff like that and, and tell the boys, hey, Atlanta's a possession team. But, I mean... Well, I think Atlanta that, thought they were going to come in and dog walk us two or three nothing. Yeah, um, I, I think that they they were smacked in the mouth a little bit. But I mean, Joseph played the entire first half offsides. Do, yeah. do you remember how far off he was in a lot of cases? Yeah, I mean, he was he was testing that line by two or three yards. Um, I think that the game plan that they saw from LA is you can take the game to the Rapids and beat them. Yeah, um, but. It, that wasn't the case Saturday night, and, and I think that this is what we needed as a as a team, as a fan base, um, was just to see results again and to see a, see a big W on the board. Here's the passing network for you. I uh, I know the viewers at home uh, can't watch, but you kind of have the the three back of that's Wilson, Abubakar, Rosenberry. You have the five. Who's the five again? That's wait. Who's so? I'm forgetting the numbers now. Who's five? Trusty. 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 Trusty connecting with Price or to Mac and Price as a kind of a midfield. Estevez pushed up as a winger on the left-hand side. Uh, Barrios on the right-hand side. And Mr. Number 11, Diego Rubio, sitting behind our forward, Lewis. So it, it is kind of a, a weird 4 2 3 one when you look at it again, like, like it's pretty amorphous, really, right? It is. Like they can, they can kind of change position and um, heat map, passing map can change game by game. You may see players in in different positions, but I think one constant that you'll see is Rubio falling a little bit deeper as like kind of a false nine into yes. the hole, mm-hmm. and Estevez being very high. I think you can count on both of those things almost all the time. Yeah, because I think I personally think that the if you look at the five minute intervals. For the first five minutes, it was pretty even of the Rapids really wanted to control possession. And then towards the end, they were like, all right, let's concede possession then. And that's where those goals came from. That's where I feel like, because I told you the first half was slow. I thought the first lap, the first half was kind of sloppy. And that maybe mid, midway through the first half, Robin realized, hey, we can we can hit this team, we can hit this team on the counter. So let's hit the team on the counter. And that's when, you know, the goal from Rubio was not from a counter. It was just a well-placed ball. He scored. And I still didn't feel as though we were kind of, you know, winning. We, we scored yeah. a goal, but we the weren't winning. The second goal after half was was vital. Because I think um, halftime that- comes around. Robin says, hey, let's hit him on the counter. And what do we do? Hit him on the counter for the second two goals. And that's how this, that's what we secured the win. If we want to keep playing like the first half Rapids against Atlanta, I don't think that's going to work. Because you're relying on Rubio to get a, a, a nice, lucky goal on, on a cross by Estevez. So it's really interesting because I, I think this team is it's not as clear-cut as we want it to be. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think the picture's coming a little bit more clear, though, because I think you've got the back five. Uh, when healthy, we know who the back five is right now. Of course, that comes back into flux when Trusty leaves, but um, especially given the light of uh, Kata's injury, which, yeah. um, I, did you see that on Twitter? ACL surgery. That's rough. Yeah, I, out I, nine I'm months. Just, I'm, I saw it in, in the group chat, and I was like, okay, noted. <laughs> but I don't want to think about that right now. Yeah, it is something we have to eventually talk about because yep. another it's, it's just another center back option gone. Now you've got uh, Betashar came on on Saturday when yeah. Wilson went out with the hamstring. Um, can we have a manifesting circle really quick for, for Danny's hamstring? Yeah, no more injuries at Moment all. Moment of silence. If, if Galvan gets an ACL, 
Sure, but don't give me any other Rapids players out. Yeah. And and let's talk about Daniel Wilson, too, because he had a a sequence in the first half where he was lights out. Like, I, Yeah, Danny Wilson might I have been the, you, so far the best player on the pitch I think you know when what he I'm left about, at right? halftime. Yeah. Yeah, because there was a moment where he was like sliding and tackling and intercepting and he cleared the ball and we all just started cheering for that guy. I, I'm so proud to have been the Danny Wilson supporter and then vindicated by his performances so far. So, I mean, I'll always... Put that in the face of everyone. I told you so. <laughs> I'm and happy then, to be. <laughs> I'm happy to be proven wrong. Danny Wilson looks amazing, and um, just really hope we see him in the lineup come Saturday night. Yeah, because because I mean, last week we beat Atlanta, and this week I don't know, and that's kind of a, a a funny place to be in because last week I was like, this team's this team knows what it needs to do. It needs to change the formation and come out in a different style. The Rapids did that. Came out in a different formation, attacked in a different style, and now this there's still questions, but not questions of like the team has got to do this or else they're going to be bad. More so, what is this team going to look like? We know what it looks like at its best, but we still don't know what it's going to be. Yeah, and I, I think that we have to see how the Rapids respond to a, a team that does bunker in. Um, the game against Salt Lake right now looks like um, the most absolute trip-up game. What is it, April 5th coming coming around the corner here? Yeah. Um, Are you going? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, but what we what we have to see is... I say no, and then April 4th, you want to go? Uh, yeah, sure, I'll go. Yeah, seems like a good idea. I'll talk myself into thinking it's a good idea. But no, um, a team that plays like that, that plays bunkered in... Um, um, you know, Portland will do it to us. I imagine Kansas City will do it to us. It's the it's the Western Conference teams that know what the Rapids are. Yeah. Um, they, and so I, I worry to see how we pick the lock. And what we, what I know, though, is that we we can do it. Um, we have to do it with pace, which is difficult when, when a team is comfortable bunkering in. Um, but we have to utilize the middle of the field better. Um, we have to figure out a way to get Mac involved in scoring chances and opportunities, whether that's yeah. being a provider or putting the ball home um, but we need some shooting from distance we didn't have a single shot from outside the box um, which is a strength and uh, a it's, weakness it's because right? Acosta wasn't there <laughs> if you subbed him in and Brian Acosta and, likes to rip a ball so um, I, I definitely see him shooting some too but Mac's going to be playing every minute Brian Acosta is going to be fighting for minutes well I mean Mac came off early that's true not early but like he came off in the second half he played 60 I believe so I mean I said, uh, when did he come off? He came off for Shinyashiki. No, no, no. He came off for Colin Warner in the 63rd. Acosta came in for Barrios in, in so the same time. So we could lead. You, you put Colin Warner in, add a little more solidity. Warner probably also bleeding back in because we haven't seen him for a little bit of time there. Right. So, uh, but what I what I mean is you're going to see Mac in the starting lineup week yeah. in, week out. You know, So and, be the guy. We need to see him be the guy. And I said last week, <laughs> I posted on Twitter, our season hinges on Mac being the guy. Because if Mac can pick the lock, then you just need, you know, tap-ins from Rubio. Like, we're asking for tap-ins. We're asking for... Yeah, test that offsides line with uh, Lewis and, and Barrios, you know. Let let it be that we're the more dangerous team um, because we, we've shown a little bit of clinical finishing this past week, um, but we got our ass kicked the week before. Um, time to prove it. Because we have, we have forwards that can finish. We saw Shinyashiki in the position... I mean, we all saw in 117, him one-on-one with the keeper... Places in or exactly where it needs to be. If if Shinyashiki missed this chance and Lewis missed this chance, then I'm like, yeah, 
get that DP in immediately. You guys know <laughs> what the issue is, right? I don't think we're going to see a DP uh, anytime between now and summer, unfortunately. But well, yeah, uh, that's why I say there's have to be a DP. It could yeah, be well, true, true, and additions are certainly possible. But I think what we what our most likely scenario is is that we're watching the same group. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But how this if this club hasn't gone out to Robert Barrich and been like, this is what you can be on the team, like. This is how it would work. I think Robert Barrett completes this. This team, Robert Barrett is the difference between getting knocked out in the first round and getting to MLS Cup. I personally think so, just because the way that he can fit and he's the last puzzle. Since he, you've been sending him love letters on Twitter every other day, I'm sure he's waiting <laughs> on the offer from Porig. I think so. I mean, the, I, I see, we all see, we all know the nine is the issue, and he was with Chicago. So if you look at you, if you look at Chicago's kind of record, and be like, oh well, he didn't score that many for Chicago, dude. His expected goals tally was there, and if there's someone that likes expected goals, it's Porrick Smith. Okay, yeah. and I think that you hit this a little bit earlier. You know, we have Trusty leaving in the summer. How do we shape up after that? If we bring a nine in now, that we can start to evaluate how the team looks with a nine instead of a third center back, um, which. You know, I think puts us in really good. That that style would look great. It's been a long time since we've seen something like that. So um, it'll be interesting to see how we deal if if Wilson's out on Saturday night. I don't want to say that that's a you know going to happen, but since he was subbed out at the end of the first half, if thinking about it as a possibility, I think who do you play as the third center back? Do you run Beta Shower from the jump? No, I think you do. You start more. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. Well, I mean, he's getting paid to play soccer for a reason. He can do the job. I think, or or you, or you can just put Rosenberry in that spot and put Beta Shore on the right. I I don't know if we would though, as well as it worked when he came when Beta Shore came in as the third center back on Saturday. Right. So um, well, ideally, we won't have to worry about that scenario. I don't think we have to. But uh, especially with with the light of the Cada injury, we know he's not going to be able to be available for Michael quite Edwards. Some time. Michael Edwards. Maybe he's still uh, a long ways away, but put that kid in for you know an early season, whatever, and see if he can. Sink or swim, it, it, sink kid. or swim. But it's like I'll, I'm willing to let him pass. Like, yeah, like you were put in a, uh, he should be put in a, in a, in a no pressure situation with Rapids too. Uh, not necessarily game three of MLS season. Uh, nonetheless, though, I think um, I think on Saturday, I don't want to say the Rapids win. It's still a wait and see because yes, we won, but it wasn't a like a, uh, a like an epiphany of yes, this is who we are. I still yeah, have. We just got. We got. I think we were fortunate with the 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 game we, plan. We won the, the game, but yeah. we didn't. You know. Yeah, but it feels good to win a game. Absolutely. It, you know, it had, had been a slow start to the season. Uh, you know, I, we look back. I, I feel like this whole beginning of the season felt like a continuation of the playoff game. Yeah. Because you know we had Thanksgiving where we were all so hype, and then we were so down, and then CCL rolled around, and we were down again. I feel like um, it's like um like we have the 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 high of winning the Western Conference, or the high of getting the Thanksgiving yes. game. Yes. Get smacked in the face. You get knocked out. You wake up. It's oh my god. See, we're in CCL, but you're hungover. <laughs> yeah, and so, you get punched again. You're, yeah, you, and know, you, get, you get a little punched again, and you're like coming to like this. This kind of now rapid MLS iteration. season's here. We're ready to go. So now we're just coming right back to like and our we go senses. To LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get another punch. But I mean, like all, all of it is to say that throughout the bad spell, throughout the bad vibes. I, I never once felt like this team was shit. You know no. what I mean? And, and we knew that they were better than that. That's, that's the that notion. Was the frustrating. That's part. the notion that 
made me upset. I, I'm sure you know about Judgmental Jim. I have seen this Twitter handle. I don't know Judgmental Jim. So, he, so I don't know. I don't know. I want to meet the guy, but he said he had a coworker who said if the Rapids don't win on Saturday against Atlanta, he was done with the team. And and so I'm like, two games in, you're already done. Like you you you're not even gonna stick around to see what it looks like in summer. That sounds like somebody who might have started rooting for the Rapids like right before the playoff match. Yeah, and that's season. and that's that's why I'm like, as a Rapids fan, like I've seen worse. You know, the start is not the worst. We got the win out of the way. It wasn't gonna be. I was here for the Hudson Open. Yeah, and I don't think the that worst the, op- the worst start in, in it can't get worse than the worst start. The schedule wasn't really favorable for us. So L.A. away tough match, um, Atlanta at home theoretically tough match, and then Kansas City uh, following up week three. So uh, I think very realistic probability we we could have been sitting after three games still waiting for a point. Which so I like this a lot more because yeah, I mean we're in a great situation. Now. Look, I, I I don't think that in, even if we had lost on last Saturday against Atlanta, I don't think it's jump off the bandwagon time yet, yeah, right? No. It's just we're, we got to figure out the way to get right. And I think that uh, that we big got right. three nothing win it feels good. Everybody can can be happy for a week. Yeah. Uh, we can kind of go in against Kansas City feeling the vibes. Well, I told you it was a must win. This Saturday I don't feel that must win. It's yeah, if you true. lose, if you lose, it's like okay, Kansas City's a tough team. If you win, it's still good. But like it Austin FC opened up with 10 goals in two games against Inter Miami and Austin FC. I don't ever want us to have that like I want us to have that start, but I want it to be like warranted of like, oh, like the Rapids went and beat LAFC. Yeah, Cincinnati and Miami, right? For Austin. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not as though they're uh, right now, they're top of the table, 10 goals, four. It's like, oh, look at Austin. Austin's oh, such a great team. I saw somebody write, uh, is Austin a supporter shield candidate already? I'm like, no, come <laughs> on, guys. Like, don't look at, right now, if you're a Rapids fan, don't look at standings. Don't judge yourself against the worst talent in the league. Yeah. You have to judge yourself against the best talent in the league. And I always say give it five There's games. levels. And then analyze those five games in a bunch before you go and say, oh, well, look at this team. Because look at Atlanta. They had a DP striker. What did that DP striker do? I tripped all over his feet at the end of the Fumbled first Fumbled over the ball. So it, it happens to the best of DPs. To say that the DP would have fixed all our problems is not true. The only thing that could fix our problems is Robert Barrich, of course. But that is not <laughs> the, uh, the situation. You're our only hope, Robert Barrich. <laughs> Someone of that stature, six foot two striker. Yeah, something like that. And we, we kind of talked about that all off season. And who knows? Maybe that's the Yapi Traore hole that that's going to be filled. And we'll see what happens. But it certainly feels a lot better going into a tough game against Kansas City, riding high on three points and a big win and three lombadas, than <laughs> uh, coming in, you know, having been, you know, whooped. Yeah. Uh, two weeks in a row. So the the result was fantastic on Saturday night. Um, may, may the good times roll in that regard. Um, who do you think are, our, you know, it, assuming that you assume we have goal scorers? Rubio. Rubio? Rubio, Rubio again on. Because okay. uh, for, every, um, for every goal he scores, it's every character in the words, I told you so. So, <laughs> so once he scores 10... We're now at the I. If he scores another one, that's T. Juan couldn't be more proud of Rubio and Wilson when they're flying if he were their own father. Yes, exactly. So once Rubio gets 10, we're going to be at the O of so. <laughs> I told you so. Uh, but yes, I think Rubio's going to ride the hot streak. Uh, someone said, oh, the only reason he scores is because he's in a contract year. 
So who cares? <laughs> who cares? Uh, whatever your motivation you don't want him is, to score, go, dude. go on. You know, go on and, and he score. Did, he did a little like celebration With of the like fingers in the ears. Yeah, and who do you think that was towards? I don't know, but it wasn't towards me. <laughs> I know, I know that much. <laughs> Might have been me. I don't know. <laughs> it was not towards me. I've been saying though, we we need that guy to score. You know, a dozen plus goals this year. So let, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Seeing him get on the board in game two. All right, you're you're off the mark. Keep, keep that going, account keep open. Going, keep keep going, that account going. open. Making nothing but deposits. So I, I, I think I think this game could hit the uh, under, depending on how uh, Sporting decide to play. Um, two nil Rapids, honestly. I think two nil, two one Rapids is a good score line. I worry if they score two, it's it, I I don't see us winning if they are prolific. So well, they're missing Gattakinda. So they don't have that. Mi- they're not going to win the midfield. Is, is lacking a little bit, but I mean, might they, they play the same uh, style that we played last weekend, where they're content to sit back on their defense and, well, they, and jump that midfield line. They did back in August. That's why yeah. we ended up zero zero. And even then, that's when, a realistic result when, on Saturday as well. To be honest with when you, when we had Acosta, when we had Nomly, when we had DPS, we still ended up zero zero. So now we don't have any of those things. There's no reason why we can't go and. You know, t- throw everything at them. I think um, if we roll out with the five-two-three again, or four-three-four, or four-three-four-three, whatever you want to call it, I don't care about these uh, numbers situations. I-, I think they they're going to be good to find it. If you roll out with a two-striker pairing of Rubio and Lewis, we're in for a kind of grinding your teeth. Like, oh man, like this this sucks. It's going to be more of the same, more more of what we've kind of already seen. So, yeah, show us something different again. Um, I think that uh, we got lucky with the game plan Atlanta ran out on on last Saturday. I don't think that we'll be so fortunate um, and have quite as much space to play in when we are on the ball on Saturday. But, um, you know, we're playing against a team who has a very capable front three. Right. Um, Rapids also have a capable front three. Who is more clinical? Who can manufacture more chances? That's the real question. And uh, if the Rapids can manufacture three or four chances in the first half I'm going to say that we're up a goal and we're probably riding high into the second can, can I be honest I think Shallowy's comeback season last year could also very well be a fluke you could call that a fluke just as much as you could call the Rapids Western Conference win a fluke I think they're on the same par of like maybe one maybe one is deservedly so and but maybe Johnny Russell stinks now too yeah and so I don't I think they they uh, they've been burned by their DP being injured I think they've been burned by the fact that maybe Shallowy only has one of those seasons every three seasons uh, because they've not gotten off to a flying start uh, they couldn't you know trounce Houston Dynamo they had just one goal against them and you'd expect a team like the Dynamo to concern, concede a lot more. Um, it's very much SKC are in a lot more bad vibes situation than the Rapids. Oh, yeah. We'll pass those bad vibes their way, too. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think that, you know, sitting in either shoes, I'd rather be in ours. And um, we got to prove that come Saturday because. And I have Rapid um, shoes, too. So <laughs> <laughs> I constantly be, sit in those be shoes. Be in our shoes. <laughs> Um, no, I think the Rapids have a very good chance on Saturday. Um, it's it's really a proving ground type of game. The, it's a long season. We're at the very beginning of it. You know, uh, we're still in the first chapter, and um, there's lots to still be written in this season. So um, I, I would be very surprised to see the Rapids come out and give up more than two. I'd also be shocked if we come out and score more than two. So no, some, I mean, really. I think any any result in between those. Um, 
for me would be realistic, would be kind of what I expect. And, um, it's going to come down to who, like, again, manufacturing of chances. We've, we've got a, we were three for three shots on goal for goals, um, against Atlanta. Uh, that's unsustainable. So you've got to find a way to get more shots. Uh, just so everyone at home knows what I'm betting. $5 on a Rubio hat trick wins you $400. So just so you know, if, if Rubio scores a hat trick, not only will, will I be on, uh, you know, four characters of my I told you so campaign, but I'll also be $400 richer. So, imagine, <laughs> drinks are on one. Imagine, if Rubio scores a hat trick, we're all going imagine to imagine how insufferable I will be if he scores a hat trick on Saturday. And that's what I'm betting on, is the thing. Uh, for a little five, I'll, I'll throw that play in there. But, but yeah, it's going to be a fun match. 4 p.m. tailgate, back to like actual, you know, game time of 7 p.m., the best. Day, you know, Saturday. It's going to be uh, the warmest game we've had yet at sitting just above freezing yeah. in the low 40s. <laughs> yeah. But uh, warm in comparison with the first two it home sucks, matches Simon. of 2022. Love being back at Dick's for the tailgate. We'll see you all there. Uh, you can follow me at Warners FC. You can find me at Jared underscore Geisler on Twitter. And then at C38SG on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Sentinel38 on Facebook. Uh, join the mailing list uh, so you can get info on all the things that we do do uh we're gonna have more live bands play the tailgate um uh, sputniks of slovenia i don't want to ever mess that name up it's such a such a mouthful sometimes but they they played they're awesome i think uh I, I i really got a lot of fun when they're playing the uh when i see the rapids i go out of my head i just can't get enough i that's when i knew i was like okay i like this <laughs> Yeah, and shout out for all the Rapids uh, C38 supporters that came out and cheered on the U17s. That was yes, a lot of fun for us there. and them. Um, you know, you know they hear us because it's uh, pretty quiet at a, a U17 yeah. match. So um, when you sing a couple of songs and have a couple of drums, it uh, it reverberates, and that was very cool. Yeah, the uh, the lowest point is uh, jarring on the uh, the the 17-year-old Kyle Rush keeper and, and Channing High School keeper. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Is Literally. That, I mean, is he maybe still competing for his high school job? I don't, I don't know. U-17, <laughs> he's probably 16, goes to uh, a tough school to play for. He might be honored to be a high school striker or a high school <laughs> keeper. keeper. So um, hard to say, but uh, good performance from the Rapids and uh, the first W of the night. What did I say? I wanted to see six or seven goals out of uh, the, the two teams. And yeah. We got them. Yeah, we we, got that them. was crazy. 3-1 uh, Rapids, uh, U-17, 3-0 Rapids, Atlanta. That's seven goals on the day you can't be uh too upset with that one but yeah it's gonna be it from us uh we'll see you guys on saturday it's gonna be a nice good game and we'll see you when we see you bye-bye